welcome to a very dark and brooding episode of Save Station Radio. For this episode, we will be discussing, of course, the always relevant and always cool Shadow the Hedgehog, released on November 15th, 2005 for the GameCube, PS2, Xbox, of course, published by Sega. And in, there's a little bit of an interesting uh, name change for the development. Um, you have in here, it's Sega Studios, which is a renamed version of Sonic Team USA. Yeah, so I was researching this. The Sega Studios USA, as it was called when this game was released, I couldn't find the exact reason as to why they renamed it, but it is the same thing as Sonic Team USA, which we discussed previously. Uh, it does get a little confusing with Sega Studios San Francisco, which was a different thing that was the developer Secret Level Games, or just Secret Level Inc., which got bought out by Sega and turned into Sega Studios San Francisco. They were, of course, the developers that made... Uh, there was like a Magic the Gathering game on Xbox, and they also did the two Iron Man video games before they were shut down. Uh, and much like the the name of the studio might be confusing, it might be confusing to you, listener, because I forgot to introduce us. I'm yeah, your host, Dustin, and that. with me is my co-host, Connor. Hey, I'm here. Hey, you know what? We're talking about an imperfect game. We can have an imperfect podcast. You know, if we have to play through the story multiple times, we can do our intro out of order. <laughs> so, I thought it'd be interesting to look at this game. I Well, A, I don't think it's a spinoff, even though it's called Shadow the Hedgehog, because it furthers the story. But there are a bunch of Sonic spinoffs, uh, like a ton of them. But only a relatively small number of them don't feature Sonic as the main character. Or at least as the title character. There's obviously racing games and stuff like that that feature all of the characters. But So I thought it'd be interesting just to run through some of them quickly. Of course, most people know Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. 1993 Sega Genesis Game Gear game. Reskinned Puyo Puyo. Yeah, Puyo Puyo. Which is great if you've never played Puyo Puyo, by the way. Then we have a couple of... Oh, actually we have a really interesting one. An edutainment game, if you will. Tales and the Music Maker uh, for the Sega Pico, uh, released in 1994. I had never heard of this before this, but you had. Yeah, the Sega Pico was like essentially what would become like the Leapfrog uh, systems, if you remember any of those, you know, geared at around ages like four to seven, so really young kids. This seems like kind of just a music making tool. Uh, a little bit comparable, but maybe a little bit more primitive than the music maker in Mario Paint, if you can sort of picture that. There was one other Sonic game for the Sega Pico, and that was... Um, I'm not sure if it had a... I'm, not, I'm blanking on the name, but it was basically like one of those interactive picture books that were on PC. Uh, it basically plays like that, but it has... Sonic, Tails, and Amy, I believe. Yeah, Sega Pico is a weird thing, but yeah. there were two Sonic games there. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, the very next year, 1995, the Game Gear got two, not one, but two Tails spinoffs. Well, one called Tails Sky Patrol, one called Tails Adventure. I believe, was one of those in the Sonic DX, like the unlockable Game Gear games? I believe one if not both of them are it was a little bit weird because tales adventure was the only one that actually came to the states tales sky patrol was japanese only until it came to the 
collections. I believe Mega Collection Plus has it. I might be wrong about that. Um, I do want to talk about Tales Sky Patrol real quick because, uh, and this is kind of more relevant to our last episode on Sonic Heroes, but Tales Sky Patrol has Tails constantly flying and he has this little ring that he can like deck people with. And I think the animation that the Tails' thunder shoot in Sonic Heroes and that entire move, to be honest, is very much based off of Tails Sky Patrol. Oh, interesting. Yeah, which is uh, really wild. And then Tails Adventure is actually like a Metroidvania where Tails uses a bunch of bombs to like explore this island and fight this invading army of birds. They're both wild and they have some just like some relevance to the mainline games in terms of just references but yeah uh both game gear games both okay but adventure i hear is the better one still have not gotten around to playing either of them i definitely played one of them when i was a kid through adventure dx but i can't i i don't remember anything about it except you played as tales i don't know if the sky patrol was in there and that was the first time it makes sense to be adventure i guess if that one wasn't i don't know um uh that same year we got knuckles chaotix on the 32x we talked about that last time a little bit uh that's where team chaotix from sonic heroes comes from it also has mighty the armadillo don't forget about him (laughs) he's gone sorry (laughs) he came back he's in mania okay he lives on let it go that was two years ago let it go (laughs) and then you put this one in here i had never heard of at all uh good friend chow in 2002 i mowed 504 i don't even know what that is or sega cafe looks like yeah so this this was a chow raising game very similar to the chow adventure on the dreamcast vmu or the tiny chow garden in the advanced games but it was for the imode 504 which was a mobile phone in japan uh in 2002 there was a thing called the sega cafe system and you would like connect your phone your uh cell phone to the internet using this adapter and then you could download games good friend chow was one of them there was also a sonic fishing game and that does not have big as sonic fishing and then like a couple others but i mean it qualifies for this list it's a spinoff that does not isn't based off of sonic so there you go and that is all of them. I, I couldn't think of any more. I scanned the whole list of Sonic games and couldn't find any, so... Yeah, which is interesting, given that this is a series that's been around for so long. This actually feels re- like a relatively small number. Like, there's a ton of Sonic spinoffs, especially when you start getting into the realm of, like, all those Olympic games they made and, like, just all that. Damn. Like, there's so many, but only, what's this, six that don't actually feature him or feature him as a main character, at least. Yeah, five, really. <laughs> Good friend Chow doesn't qualify as a game, I don't think. Eh. Mean Bean Machines, barely. And then I promise we're going to get to that Shadow the Hedgehog goodness that you came for. But I really wanted to, because I don't think we're going to get another opportunity to really discuss this. I wanted to talk about Sonic Extreme. No, but not Dustin, the one we, we talked about during our we, Sonic adventure. We already talked about Sonic yeah. Extreme. No, you silly boy. Sonic Extreme. A different kind of sonic spinoff that was canceled a canceled game though i would actually hesitate to call it a canceled game it was more a prototype that just never made it off the ground floor 
It was created in 2003 alongside Sonic Heroes by a team called Visionscape, uh, who also did the CG cutscenes for Sonic Heroes. So while they were doing that, they worked on this prototype. It is essentially a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater clone with Sonic characters, which is really... It's, I wanted to bring this up because I am shocked this hasn't happened. <laughs> Not necessarily this version of it, but I'm shocked that like throughout Sonic's history, they never just straight up did this and released a game like that. Because it totally fits the attitude of Sonic and feels like it would be right in line with the series. This prototype was created over the case of the over the course of a week for the Xbox. Uh, they did not tell Sega they were making it. This was created as a pitch, which we know a lot of companies do do that. Um, I don't remember if we talked about the Crash Landed demo during our Crash episodes, but that's sort of a similar story where somebody created like this little open world Crash game for the DS. There's footage of online. Same story here where it's they just created it to pitch it. Um, supposedly y Yuji Naka was very impressed with it, but ultimately Sega did nothing with it. Though it is believed Sega took that core concept, essentially quote-unquote stole it, and made Sonic Riders. Yeah, Sonic Riders is kind of a different beast altogether from what it sounds like, but I mean, yeah. this sounds very interesting. I, would, I wouldn't be against it being a game. Like, I would definitely play the hell out of this if it existed. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then just last... Uh, fact here visionscape closed its stores in 2006 unfortunately yeah it's such an interesting thing i it is a different beast than sonic writers but it is so similar like the characters aren't hoverboards it like it has the same vibes that like even though there's literally no evidence to support that they stole it for sonic writers i kind of feel like they probably did <laughs> like yeah i mean sonic writers came out in what 2006 2000 yep. yeah 2006 so Maybe. <laughs> and if we've learned anything about Sega, they work hard and fast with these Sonic games. Yeah, I mean, they had, what, three years to work on it, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, so I just thought that was an interesting tidbit. We have this in the recommended viewing section, so I'll remind you there, but there is footage out there you can go watch of this demo. It's, um, like I said, it looks remarkably similar to Tony Hawk. Looks a lot slower, but I would, you know, I would uh, blame that on this being a demo that was in development for a week. Yeah, I'm sure the it would probably would have been be better. Much faster. But yeah, just just an interesting footnote I wanted to discuss. Uh, sorry, it doesn't have anything to do with Shadow the Hedgehog. I just thought it was an interesting thing. Yeah, it's the time period. Why don't you... Well, actually, let's describe what this game is first. Because yeah. it, it's very simple. It's a Sonic game with a much darker tone and with guns. And swear words. Not stylized cartoon guns. Real ass guns. Yeah, I mean, Sonic Heroes had stylized cartoon guns with the egg mechs and they would shoot lasers at you. And those are here too, but there's also, you know, just a regular handgun <laughs> that you can shoot bullets with. At human beings. <laughs> yep. It is a wild thing. <laughs> anyway, with that baseline, so hopefully listeners understand what the game is, why don't you kind of give us a quick overview of the development? Yeah, there isn't a whole lot to talk about compared to the other ones, but this was basically a Sonic team, they... 
you know, developed Sonic Heroes and that did okay. So with that, they felt that they really, you know, had this cartoony style. They captured a younger audience and brought the franchise back into mainstream being multi-platform and all that. So they're like, okay, let's just do more of that, but let's try and capture an older audience for some let's reason. Let's swing the other direct into the other direction wildly. <laughs> for no apparent reason, because this is a cartoony platform series. Why would you? Anyway, so, you know, they were like, okay, we already have this sort of darker, edgier character that's supposed to design to, you know, basically teen boys is the target demographic there. So let's just make the game about him. And thus they started working on Shadow the Hedgehog. An interesting thing was there was a character poll in 2005 on Sega's website, which I'll have a link in the description to go look at that. It's in the Wayback Machine. You can still find it. And it was basically a poll to decide what side character fans would like to see a spinoff game based off of. And the choices were Shadow, Tails, Eggman, and Knuckles. They also had a couple different like subtitles for potential games for each character. Uh, again, you could check and look at the whole thing if you want to, but the results of the poll was Shadow was the top result. I mentioned all this, and it has basically nothing to do with <laughs> this game getting made at all. Yeah, I was just about to say, we talked about this before the episode, and I'm like, I call complete bullshit was pulled. Oh, yeah, they were no, there's no the way. Big time. There's <laughs> like, no way this influenced whether the game got made. It's mainly because this poll was in around, like, February, March, like, basically spring of 2005, and then Shadow the Hedgehog released in November of 2005. So there's no way that this would be like, okay, now we got to go work on the game. Like, it was basically them putting this poll out, maybe getting the fans' reaction on what a subtitle would be, because that was one of the options, but it was mainly just gauging what fans' reaction would be to the announcement of the game. What a wild thing, though. What if people were like, we want a Knuckles game? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> like you're inviting a negative reaction like what a dumb like like i get putting something out there to see what the reaction will be putting polls up there companies do that all the time but to do that when you know for a fact the one you're making <laughs> and be like hey you might get a knuckles or an eggman game or whatever is wild to me <laughs> yeah it what a wild <laughs> choice i mean we mentioned that all of these characters have had spin-off games in the past but they were so long ago and on, you know, relatively, at this day, at 2005, relatively unknown hardware to a lot of the kids that are interested in the franchise. If we, or if we're not counting the Chow game, the last character spinoff without uh, Sonic in it was 10 years ago from this game. Yeah, and that was on the 32X, which no one bought. Right. So, yeah, it's just like... What a wild thing. Anyway, sorry, continue. Yeah, so, you know, they were already working on the game. This poll means basically nothing to their development other than the chance that it goes wrong, <laughs> which is wild. But they were gearing for this darker direction, so they were aiming to 
developed the game with a teen rating in mind and they were pretty far into development like maybe a couple months away from release and right then the ESRB added the E10 plus rating that was a new thing right before the game released so the team instead pivoted to try and meet that rating rather than the teen rating and the reason that most people give to this is that it would widen its appeal which also seems wild because they're already shooting for an older demographic with the guns and whatnot but they're like you should you should have done that from the beginning (laughs) yeah i mean they couldn't have aimed for e10 because e10 didn't exist yet but like why (laughs) why make this game if you're looking for a wider appeal anyway because this was so close to development a lot of stuff actually ended up getting censored and changed to meet the e10 rating i put a video in the description that goes into all of the different changes that were censored before release that you can see in like pre-release trailers or early demo builds and whatnot uh it's mainly stuff like a couple swear words were removed uh there's like one fraction of a second scene in the opening where a gun soldier gets shot and they cut that out they actually animated like maria's death and they cut that out and what was it else changing the alien blood to green and removing the human blood so you know relatively minor stuff but it just seems wild that that would be the case <laughs> let's have a quick pitch or quick summary of the introduction of the game to introduce it The premise is uh, no one in Sonic Heroes told Shadow anything, as we discussed before. Spoilers for Sonic Heroes. Yeah, if you thought that plot thread was going anywhere. uh, It it didn't in that game. So Shadow, who theoretically died at the end of SA2. Spoilers for SA2. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we're doing a marathon. We're going to spoil the previous games, but whatever. Uh, He technically died and then uh sonic heroes hints towards him being a robot copy that dr eggman made maybe so no one really told him about his past so now he's got a whole bunch of questions yeah, he has amnesia he has amnesia still and he's wandering around you know kind of thinking about things and then suddenly aliens invade because <laughs> you know whatever aliens invade the planet and somehow they apparently know all about shadow and can give him the answers he's looking for yep pretty much so then shadow's like all right i guess i'm gonna go find a bunch of people to ask them questions and maybe get answers that's the premise of this game that's the premise and then the game i'll applaud it for experimenting with new things i will so i'll give a shout out to that it is trying a story where you as the player can choose which path you want to go down so you can choose oh i want to learn about my past as shadow i'm going to side with these aliens or oh this aliens invading earth is bullshit i'm going to side with sonic and friends stuff like that right 
so I think that that is kind of the just their core pitch with the game itself. Yeah, so it has a branching storyline where there's 22 stages in the game, but you only go through six of them before getting to the end. And each stage has two to three missions. Some stages have two. Most stages have three. Where you get to choose who you side with and then do their corresponding mission. And that will take you to a different branch on this story. And you'll maybe figure out other things. Hey, you won't. <laughs> you won't. But okay. maybe. Okay. So let's talk about our histories of the game. Because we both played this game as kids. Oh, yeah. I had this game on Xbox, and I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. I loved this game as a kid. Guys, Oh yeah, I truly loved this game as a kid. It's not as nostalgic for me as, like, Adventure 2 or Adventure 1, but it hit me at the time I was, like, I don't know, I was, like, grade school. So, I don't know, I just thought, like, Sonic character with guns. That's cool. Damn. I love it. I thought it was awesome, but I played the hell out of it. I have a very distinctive memory as a kid. I did not have great grades as a kid, so I got my uh, my consoles taken away uh, until I got my grades up, you know? Like, that happens. Yeah, yeah. And I have this very distinctive memory of getting, like, staying after class and, like, hounding my teacher, being like, okay, what did I get? What did I get on this test? What did I get? I need to know. I need to know. <laughs> and... He gave me my score, and it was it was a good... I, I had to dwell on it. I was like... Uh, and I literally went, Yes, I can go play Shadow of the Hedgehog, and ran all the way home <laughs> to go play it. Oh my so, goodness. this game does hold a very special place in my heart. Granted, I'm not allowed to... I'm like, it, this game's quality does not surprise me like Sonic Heroes did. Like, I I know what this game is like, just because I've watched reviews of it in the interim, and also, I mean, common sense... <laughs> But, but yeah, it, it does hold a very special place in my heart for what it is. What about you? How did you feel about this at the time? Yeah, I mean, I played this game a lot as a kid as well. You know, I had a GameCube with SA2 and Heroes. So when this game was at the, you know, whatever, pawn shop, GameStop, I could never remember where I got these games. But I definitely wanted to give it a shot because I thought Shadow was cool and why not? Especially since, you know, this probably would have been a year or two after the game's release and it would probably be pretty cheap back then because it did not get very good reviews. So, you know, why not? It was also, we talked about this game being 2005, November of 2005, the Xbox 360 was out. <laughs> like, this game was a generation behind. Yeah, which also baffles me. We didn't mention, but like, what if they had just delayed it and instead focused on putting it on new consoles. Yeah. Whatever. We can talk about that next time. A lot about Sonic Team's projects. Yeah, we could talk about what that next time, What if they had just delayed too. it? Uh, yeah, but yeah, totally. I, I mean, I played this game a lot as a kid. I went back to my old file for this review, because no way was I playing this game ten times to get the true ending. I instead went to my old file, which already had about five of the endings done, uh, which was about, like, in terms of percentage of the game, was probably more than I did of Sonic Heroes. Uh, and I remember, like, enjoying it. There were some missions I couldn't do, like chasing the tank down and whatnot, but, like, I genuinely enjoyed this game as a kid and played quite a bit of it. 
Yeah, it, well, like, we were saying, I think on Sonic Adventure 2 episode, I was saying, like, I think a lot of people, rightfully in a lot of cases, make fun of Shadow and his edginess, but I think people forget that's so appealing to children of, you know, that, like, 9 to 14 age yeah, age range, right? Like, yeah, that's cool. Damn. <laughs> if you're a kid. So, it totally makes sense. Um, it totally makes sense why they would make this game. I think it is insane that they gave him real guns, but but it makes sense as to why they would do a darker toned video game with Shadow the Hedgehog, given the audience that they were going for. And given the time period as well. I mean, this was 2005, probably worked on around 2004. I mean, this was the time when these sort of first person, third person shooters were starting to become more prevalent. I mean, you had Halo 1 and what 2001 2002 somewhere on there 2001 yeah then halo 2 was the same year as this game so but like you can kind of tell that was the influence that was popular well i would argue it has a different influence we'll get there in a second but i mean yeah but sort of that sort of more like gun edginess maybe just more combat focused gaming especially with third person shooters on consoles as well coming to be more prevalent i feel like that was definitely the the time period for this to come out let's just talk about it then let's talk about what our what our thoughts are um i want to start off this discussion by saying what I think, why this game exists, really. Like, yeah, they wanted that market. Yeah, whatever. I think somebody at Sonic Team went, what's popular right now? What game series is really good that people really like that we could kind of just steal? Or steal, you know what I mean. Inspired by, like, like that's a little harsh. All games look at each other for inspiration. But, like, uh, I think somebody at Sonic Team went and played a Ratchet and Clank game and then took away the wrong lessons from Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> this game, and it hit me, this is the first, like, I haven't played this game since I was a kid. Playing it now, it hit me like a ton of bricks, so I went, this is a Ratchet and Clank clone. That's what this is. It's, sure, it's got a, it's got, it's Sonic, it's a Sonic game. There are loops in it. There are homing attacks in it. But no, they were making a Ratchet and Clank game. <laughs> Or at least attempting to. <laughs> yeah, attempt. Good, good word, attempting. With the guns, with the variety of guns, there's quite a bit you can find in the game. There's a lot of just stopping and shooting in this game. <laughs> uh, there are vehicles in this game that you can hop into, which Ratchet and Clank Three had. <laughs> there are, you know, it's like mechs and Damn. it's. It's just so that. <laughs> like it's wild to me. Maybe that's not a revelation to anybody else, but playing it, I was like. Oh my god. <laughs> it just like hit me like a ton of bricks. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, well, and I mean, there's kind of evidence for that. I'm looking at the character poll as well that I mentioned earlier. And the second question on the poll is for you to rate these characters. The characters being Sonic, Sly Cooper, Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank, Jack from Jack and Daxter, Mario, and Crash Bandicoot. So like they were definitely aware of sort of the gameplay styles and different trends of these different platforming mascots and ratchet 
is there. I mean, that's kind of definitely what they were going for. I can see what you mean. And here's the thing. Here's the thing that I have true, what I feel like is true evidence for this, what I'm saying. It's a small thing, but this was the point in which it hit me. I got to the first level where I did a grinding section. It, it is just Ratchet and Clank's grinding. Like, those games have grind rails like Sonic does, but swapping between them isn't a pain in the ass. This game takes that. It is that. Which is a massive improvement, by the way. This is the best grinding we've had in a Sonic game. Oh, period. for sure, yeah. And it just feels like Ratchet and Clank, where all you need to do is sw- to swap rails is just hold the stick and jump to it, and he automatically does it. And I was like, okay, yep, that's what you guys made. <laughs> you made that game. Yeah, so, yeah. It's a Ratchet and Clank clone. Not a good one. <laughs> Which is the unfortunate part of this. I love this game. I love the stupid tone. I love the fact that he has real-ass guns. I love the over-seriousness of it. I think that's all fantastic. The game itself does not back that up in any way, <laughs> unfortunately. It's... Yeah. It's um, very much... Shadow feels like it did... Feels like he does uh, in Heroes. Like the speed characters in that game. Where those characters would kind of get out of control at top speed and would cause you to die a lot. Shadow feels that way. But he feels that way quicker. Like His acceleration is kind of wild. <laughs> where I feel like he gets up to top speed pretty quickly and then kind of uncontrollably. Which is frustrating in a platformer, obviously. I, the shooting is not good. It's got an, It has something of an auto-aim, but it barely exists and it really needs strong auto-aim features. <laughs> like It doesn't have that. It has no manual aiming at all which is incredibly frustrating in some sections. Yeah, the lack of a manual aim also makes any kind of rocket launcher just completely unusable because yep. you point it just only shoots in front of you without an auto aim, I don't think. So you kind of have to just swing your cursor around and maybe line it up, but it just is not reliable. Yep. Yep, totally. Um and I think they realize that because there's a mechanic in this game where if you jump in the air and start shooting, he'll kind of hover a little bit. Um, I guess kind of like Devil May Cry, <laughs> actually. But like, yeah, I mean, a little bit. He definitely just floats with the gun as long as you are shooting, which can be really helpful in terms of stopping momentum and you know actually trying to shoot something. Clearly, but the reason still why no it's man- there. Yeah, there's still no manual aiming though. And then. The other truly unfortunate thing about this is its structure. Much like Heroes, it is so flawed. Where 200% this game, you have to play all the paths of the story. Um, I guess I should describe how the levels look like because it's important. The level selection screen. This is going to be hard on an audio format. You provided a really nice uh, graphic here, though, by the way. Yeah, I got this from, I believe, a Sonic Retro page. I'll link that in the episode description if you want to look at what we're looking at. Uh, The game shows this story map, basically. Uh, Every story starts at stage one, which is Westopolis. And then Westopolis has three missions. There's a hero, a neutral, and a dark. Neutral missions usually just have you getting to the goal ring like any other Sonic stage. Uh, The hero and dark missions do something completely different. In Westopolis's case, the hero mission has you killing all of the alien enemies in the stage, and the dark mission has you killing all of the gun troop uh, enemies in the stage. Okay, well, hang on. Let's get back to that. First, real quick, to describe the layout of these levels, if you imagine an arrow pointing to the left, that's kind of what the mission screen starts looks like, 
where stage one is the point of the arrow. And then as you go down, it widens out into more stages. So from stage one, if you pick the dark path, you move up on the arrow. If you pick the good path, you move down. Neutral, you just go straight forward. The issue is when you do another path, when you beat the game and you launch it again to do another path, you cannot select a mission and choose, like you cannot select any point in that arrow. You have to start at the tip every single time, which means if you're going to play this game and get the true ending, you are going to at least see that mission 10 times. Yeah, you at least have to play the first stage, Westopolis, 10 times. It does not let you just select points in the points you've already seen to start from there, which was a baffling choice. Yeah, I mean, we were complaining about how Sonic Heroes, you have to play the game four times in order to see the true ending, but this you have to play a good portion of the game ten times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in, 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 I'm sorry, I interrupted you. You were talking about the actual mission structure within levels. And, and I interrupted your point. I apologize. <laughs> Did you have something you were building towards? Yeah, so, you know, we have Westopolis, the first stage. Stage two can be one of three different options, depending on what mission you do. And same with stage three, there's three options. And then stages four, five, and six have five different options. And that's kind of how it branches out. So say you're trying to get to like a specific ending because there's 10 endings at the end of each path there's five final stages each final stage has two missions which give you a different ending and in order to beat the game you have to do all 10 of the endings and your ending literally the only thing that's dependent on is the final boss you get right like if you start off hero and then swerve to villain it's going to be the same ending it's just, it's just where you end up on the final map, not like your choices made along the way. Yeah, it's not deep Which is a flaw like that. in the system. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, if, to, to get the certain missions, you know, obviously, I think we both can kind of agree that the best path in this game is the neutral one. <laughs> Absolutely. Much like Amy Heroes, the best parts of this game are when you just run from start to finish. <laughs> the parts yeah. that mostly feel like Sonic... <laughs> It feels like it's designed for it. I can't believe Sonic games keep having you do things that they're not designed for. <laughs> Why, guys? Yeah, so the neutral path, which is just the middle of the arrow the whole way through, only requires you to get to the goal ring. That's it. Uh, Westopolis to Glyphic Canyon, you get to the goal ring. But if you are to branch off, say you want to do the dark mission and get to Digital Circuit, you get to the goal ring... And then you still have enemies to defeat for that mission. So you actually have to go around the goal ring and then leave to get those last couple of enemies. And if you miss any, you have to use the checkpoint to teleport back to the start of the stage or some other middle part of the stage to figure out where you missed something for your collectibles. It's very much Team Chaotix from the last game. Yeah, and honestly... It's counterintuitive to how a Sonic game should play. <laughs> yep, it was bad in that game. And so they went, why don't we make the majority of the next game that? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's not it's not undoable. You know, I mentioned several times, especially in Adventure 1, that I like the level design where it has some sort of branching paths, maybe some little offshoots that have collectibles 
But now imagine if you got your those... wish. No, I didn't because that was a monkey's imagine... paw wish. You should have done it. <laughs> those damn monkeys. The imagine if those side collectibles. You know, maybe you want to explore a little bit off the beaten path, and you'll find some rings or an extra life. Imagine if that was mandatory, and also there were three times as many branching paths. <laughs> That's basically what this game is. Well, and I'll describe a situation in the first level, the very first level. If you want to do the good story path, it's 40, you had to kill 45 aliens. And the aliens come in all shapes and sizes. Some of them were like, also, by the way, they're all super generic. But some of them were like human-sized dudes with guns, whatever. The ones that are problematic are these little bat creatures that are very small. And fly In my first playthrough of that level, I missed one of them. Yep. (laughs) That resulted in 10 minutes of me running around looking for it in a linear stage. Now, granted, I will give them credit over Team Chaotix in last game. They do have a teleport system on the checkpoints, so you can warp to any of the checkpoints. But that system doesn't tell you where you're warping, just that you're warping to a checkpoint. But it gives you no hint as to what area that checkpoint is in, which super sucks because yeah. it's confusing. Um, especially there's one level in here that is wild with this stuff. And yeah, so we'll it, I just ended up running back and forth across this level. Like, I couldn't find this stupid little bat creature. It was so frustrating. Uh, it, that just happens a lot in this game. And it's it's a choice. They made a choice. And it's a bad one. And, like, yeah, they improve the system over heroes by letting you warp specific checkpoints, but it's kind of like, what's that saying, that old polishing a turd? Yep. It's like, what's the point here? What are, what are we trying to achieve? Yeah, you can only make it so nice until it's just, a, it's still a turd. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you could have, like, like, I mean, even if, right, when you were teleporting to different checkpoints, they told you how many of the thing you need to collect is in the vicinity of that checkpoint. That would have helped immensely. Immensely. It is just like the choices they made on this game. Like we talked about, we've talked about several times the concept of wasting the player's time. This game is the ultimate example of wasting the player's time. Yeah. And I mean, and I mentioned the branching level design that's great if it's my choice if i choose to spend more time in a level than is necessary that's fine but when the level makes me spend more time and not only is it just more time but it's significantly more time than is necessary then it's bad game design you know (laughs) like that's that's basically what that amounts to yep unequivocally like so I want to talk about um, specifically Shadow's Chaos Powers. Yeah, okay. So Shadow has these two meters at the top of the screen. One is blue and one's red. And they fill up depending on which enemies you kill. If you kill good characters, your evil meter fills. And if you kill evil characters, your good meter fills. Makes sense. If the blue meter's full, the good meter you get chaos control and if the red meters filled you get chaos blast both of those are fairly useless a majority of the time so chaos blast is an aoe explosion which is fine 
it's not that useful. There are a couple of levels that actually require it to find secrets, which is a choice because that basically means you have to happen to have that meaningful when you get there. I didn't um, even know that. That's dumb. There are like these big rock piles that you can explode. <laughs> it's huh. a, what All a dumb right. choice. The other one, though, is Damn. hilarious because I feel like Sonic Team knew the quality of game they made and they went, hey, we know what's happening here. If you just want to skip part of this level, <laughs> be <laughs> our guests. Here's the power. The other one literally just fast forwards you through the level. <laughs> Yeah, it's if like, you can imagine like the bullet bill power yes. from the Mario Kart games, it's basically that. Which, by in the a way, Sonic game. I make that comment. Even that's not Damn. true though, because again, half the time you're going after objectives that you can't miss, or you have to go back to the level. So if you use that power up, you're just Damn. yourself. Yeah, because you skip past a bunch of aliens you need to kill, and then you can't beat the mission. You have to go back to the start of the stage. Honestly, and I wish they. It was better conveyed in the game, but uh, when the meter's full, it will automatically start to deplete, which is fine. But while it's full and you don't use the chaos power, you have infinite ammo for whatever gun you're holding. And I wish that was more clear because the fact that some people wouldn't know about that makes the game way worse because that is honestly a way more useful ability of these meters is to have infinite ammo i mean i didn't know about that granted i feel like 95 percent of the time there are just guns everywhere anyway so it really doesn't matter but i mean if you have infinite ammo you're not going to worry about running out so you can just hold the button down to shoot a bunch and then the auto aim might just automatically aim at that alien you can't see because why not yeah Ugh. or you know they're making this a good evil like you want to decide the story if you were truly to roleplay this game, it's nonsense because, yeah, you can choose to shoot the aliens or the humans or whatever, good and bad, but they're all going to shoot at you anyway. Yeah, they're all still enemies in a video game. Like, it's so dumb. Not only that, there's also parts where it will require you to kill certain enemies to proceed, or the standard like sonic thing where we're gonna put enemies that you have to homing attack to move across a pit that's always and fun then it'll right chastise you for it yeah your partner character who's giving you the hero or dark mission will be like stop doing that it's like what do you want me to do oh my god oh it's a mess it's a mess in terms of story and just structure so i do want to talk something positive about it because i do think again i'll remind you i said polishing a turd don't forget about that but to talk about some of the positives, I do think it does make a couple of good improvements over Heroes. <laughs> One, most notably, you don't just slip off edges anymore. He now has an animation for, like, like he does the, like, standing on his toes, like, pinwheeling his arms, like, oh, no, I'm going to fall, which prevents you from falling, which is greatly appreciated, because I feel like without that, this game would be just as infuriating as the Sonic, as basically everything but Amy Heroes and Heroes. Um, so that's good. That's an improvement. Good job, guys. Uh, the wall run, there's the the like triangle jump you did in Heroes where you could basically bounce between walls. Now has a little wall running part to it, which makes dodging obstacles in that state more fun. So props to them for that. And that's about it. Yeah, I mean... I guess the checkpoint thing is technically an improvement. But other than that, I got nothing. It's an improvement that wouldn't be needed if you, all you had to do was get to the goal ring. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I will say also the guns kind of help combat in a way where since the enemies still have health bars, if you find a tough enemy, usually a gun can make pretty short work of them. Yeah, but I feel like that's a self-inflicted problem. Because, like... Yeah, same with the, the checkpoint enemies system. enemies in Heroes but... had had health bars, but, like, the game was designed around that. The game was designed encouraging you to pick up power-ups and to, like... Like, like they weren't usually a problem. <laughs> Here it's like, they've made them a problem, so you have to use the guns. <laughs> like, it doesn't feel like an improvement over Heroes to me. It just feels like they introduced more of a problem and then had the guns mitigate that problem. I mean, obviously the better solution is to just have them all die in one hit like Sonic Adventure 2, but... And granted, I'm a defender of the health bar thing in Heroes. I actually think that makes the combat in that game a little more interesting. <laughs> but here, mm -mm. Yeah, here you just... I mean, even though the guns do make it quicker, it doesn't make it more fun. I would say that if you have ammo, you're basically going to stand in one place and hold the gun. <laughs> it's not anything super interesting. Yes, and you're going to stand in one place and hold the gun because the audio aim doesn't really work, so once you find a place where it does work, you're not going to want to move. Yeah, and you don't really have to dodge things, per se. Yeah. Uh, another improvement is that the spin dash is back. We don't have the rocket excel. I feel like the rocket excel would have been more appropriate, though, because, again, if you're speeding through portions of these levels, you have Damn. up because you were missing objectives. I'm just saying the spin the spin dash is better than the rocket excel because it works more consistently. It's not useful, but it is better. They got rid of the tornado attack from Heroes? That's a downgrade because they gave him punches and kicks and it doesn't do anything. <laughs> it doesn't do anything. I feel like if they had kept the tornado attack and made that like a non-lethal option that would have made way more sense. <laughs> Whatever. Oh man. It's dumb it's just it's just poor design like if this game was a good game i would love it i would love it for its corniness it's so self-serious like and that's really fun it's legitimately fun to watch these dumb cutscenes and these dumb guns and like like it it really does bump me out that this game isn't good not surprised but it does make me sad because <laughs> it should be fun yeah i mean and it's a thing where like the story, and a lot of people criticize the story for good reason, because it makes no sense. It's nonsense. But Yeah, but the tone of the story is kind of all over the shop, but I kind of like it, in a way. Like, yeah, it's overly dark, but I kind of like that in a way. I honestly think that while gameplay-wise, the neutral path is the best, because it's just the goal ring... I feel like story-wise, the dark path is actually the best because you genuinely get to see in a way that isn't just completely meaningless. You kind of get to see the impact that the alien invasion has and like the chaos that you wreak onto the world and how things get worse and worse. It's like genuinely pretty Damn. up. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, actually, this is like ridiculous like yeah it's still freaking shadow the hedgehog and he's an anthropomorphic hedgehog who runs fast but it's dark in a way that's pretty intimidating if that seems if that makes any sense because yeah. the neutral path is completely dumb it introduces that the aliens are invading there's this gun commander who hates shadow and then one stage later 
none of that matters and shadow's just thinking he's an android and he has to go find dr eggman yeah it's it's my favorite one personally because this big ass alien army comes to earth it's a huge deal halfway through the story we've completely forgotten about them (laughs) ah they don't matter it's really dumb the story of this game it has a lot of it but i would also argue it still doesn't have a lot of it like we talked about in heroes how that game feels like a classic sonic game and how level transitions don't really like they're just kind of like whatever like you're in the beach area and then you go to the city and there's like a little line of dialogue like a sentence or two explaining that away I feel like in terms of substance, this game is very similar. It has cutscenes, but they may as well just be reduced to a line of dialogue or two. Like, it's basically just Shadow teleports to an area. Half the time, he doesn't even know why he's there. And you play the level. It's really dumb. The epitome of this is the iconic line of the, where's that damn fourth Chaos Emerald? Like he doesn't even know. He's just at this circus for no reason because I don't know. Maybe there's an emerald, and turns out there is. He says "damn" a lot. That circus area, does by say the way, damn a lot. it was it was a level in this game where I was like, "Man, you guys didn't even try on this one. This is just the bingo level. This is all the assets assets from the bingo levels from Sony Heroes." Oh, there's a lot. Thankfully, of no pinball assets here. Yeah, yeah, but I don't feel like it's obvious until you get there. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yep. Um, I mean, speaking about the story in general, this game carries on from the dark ending of Heroes, but it's really more of a sequel to Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> like, it kind of, except for that ending, kind of doesn't have anything to do with Heroes. It is basically an all-but-name SA3, <laughs> which is kind of more of an even bigger bummer to me, <laughs> honestly, at the end of the day. Where it doesn't make any sense. And we'll talk more specifics about that in a minute. But just so you know where we're at with this thing. Yeah, I mean, the whole story is designed to be, and this is kind of in air quotes, a explanation of Shadow's past and how he, you know, develops as a character. But they also made the choice of making it branching and having 10 non-canon endings it's like so are you trying to explain things or are you trying to let me explain things or do you not care because those are the that's kind of the feeling i'm getting yeah so with that you are you ready to move on to spoilers yeah i think so real quick anytime you get into a vehicle in this game that isn't a mech damn sucks I just want to say that. Just just don't. Just don't use them. They're and even the mechs it. are barely passable. Don't use the vehicles. They suck. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, we're going to move on to spoilers if you care. <laughs> if you care. Bye, I guess. I want to open this section talking about my favorite cutscene in the whole game. (laughs) It's the one right before uh, Lost Impact on the hero story path. So mind you, hero story path, good story path. He's he's good in this one. He's on Sonic and French's ship heading to the Ark. Yep. 
and he sees they have a Chaos Emerald. And his reaction isn't, oh, I'm a hero. Cool, we got one. You know, we're trying to find them all to help the cause. He goes, <laughs> like stealing candy from a baby. <laughs> Steals it. <laughs> oh, man. Like, <laughs> it is the epitome of, this game doesn't matter. The fact that this is a hero storyline really doesn't matter. Oh. It's such a dumb cutscene. <laughs> I mean, on that note, the hero dark ending, if you go full hero pathway and then the last stage you do the dark mission, what basically happens is you just hang out with Sonic and crew and are fighting the aliens and you're being all good and then you get to the final stage and you're fighting them and then you turn on Sonic just to be a dick, basically. It's all that happens so dumb my favorite thing though after you take that emerald you have lost impact which is a flashback level so it's not happening in real time and then after that you're just chilling with sonic nobody says anything about that missing emerald even though alarms have it off it's fine he can have it what a dumb thing what a stupid thing i gotta be honest with you I, we're not gonna walk through every single story pete because Nah, but do you have any favorite moments, anything ridiculous you want to point out that Um, isn't an ending? I mean, the only ones that's that's coming to mind is the moment in Glyphic Canyon when he says, This blue sky, seeing it from afar. What? (laughs) Like, what is that line? He's like remembering the blue sky and it's like yeah you went through egg fleet in heroes i guess you could remember it there what do you what are you talking about i love when you start the game and you do evil and the guy's like we need you to go hack into the government or whatever their mainframe and shadow goes okay and the next level starts and you're just in tron world yeah he hacked it that's how hacking works it's just which there's no like oh, you're accessing a computer and you get sucked in or anything like that. You're just in computer land. (laughs) Yeah. So the cutscene that leads to the other Tron stage, Mad Matrix, does have Team Chaotix hacking into a computer that has like a portal device on it and then Shadow breaks it and jumps into a portal and gets in there. But not not for this one. (laughs) Yeah, to me, because I I did not, uh, we should have probably said this before, but I did not play every story path like you did. I played the, uh, just the main three, neutral, evil, and good. And then um, you lent me your memory card, and I played the rest of the stages. In quotes, I didn't finish all of them. Actually, I got bored halfway through. But I That's started them all to just check them out. So I did not see all those cutscenes. <laughs> but the digital circuit level, to me, that implies that that is a real physical area you could just walk to. That's not in a computer. It's the internet. You can walk into the internet. It Come just on. is a space that exists in the world. Yeah, it's the physical internet. Oh, my God. Let's talk about how... <laughs> oh, the neutral path. Shadow wants answers. I guess on the dark path, too. Shadow wants I mean, answers. Every path, he wants answers. <laughs> he knows Eggman could give him those answers. Yep. There are... Until the endings, he hangs out with Eggman several at several points... And never asks him. No, you can't. Never once. Nope. 
Yeah, there's the several stages ending. that have Eggman as a partner character, and he gives you missions. Uh, Cryptic Castle, he's like, hey, go light these torches. Shadow never stops to be like, hey, what was up with all those androids of me? <laughs> he just doesn't, it just doesn't come up, I guess. Nope. I think that's the one cool moment in the game, though. In the neutral playthrough, when he teleports to an area, and then there are, like, 20 androids of himself in front of him. Oh, and he has the freaking high school play acting quality where his arms flail about insanely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. It's so stupid. It's, it's awful. <laughs> it really is. Also, I would argue... There is no true neutral path in this game. Well, no, you have to do a hero dark mission at the end of it, really. What is that? Because on mine, I ended up with um, Gamma, and mm-hmm. we killed Eggman, and then Shadow went, now I'm building my own empire. <laughs> yes. And enslaving the human race. Uh, yep. As there a... is not a neutral ending, y'all. Nope, that's the He's neutral... a villain. That's the neutral hero ending, by the way. No, it is not. <laughs> he is a bad guy. Yeah, but that's what happens when you do the neutral path and then the hero mission in that last stage. It gives you the one where he takes over the world as an android. What's the villain one? Just mass genocide? <laughs> uh, the dark mission, he believes he's an android. He declares that he'll be superior to the original Shadow the Hedgehog and then kills Eggman. So it's actually... It's more, better. It's better, yeah. It's morally better. <laughs> Even though that's the dark mission. Okay. What nonsense. I love it. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> oh, man. Anything um, else you want to point out before we talk about the, the actual canon thing that happens? Oh, I want to talk about this is a sequel to Adventure 2. The moon The moon is fine. Oh, yeah. the moon, No, the moon rotated. <laughs> This was an actual interview where they asked, uh, I believe it was Azuka, and they're like, hey, why isn't the moon blown up in Heroes and Shadow the Hedgehog? And he's like, oh, it just uh, rotated so where you can't (laughs) see the blown up side. Even though that's not how the moon works. (laughs) The moon doesn't rotate. We always see the same side of the moon. It's so stupid. That's um, that certainly is an answer to the question. It just isn't a good one. Oh my god! Also, in that game, we see the moon from different angles, and it's still not blown up. So, like, whatever. What is, what is a uh, Black Doom's plan? Oh yeah, Black Doom, the leader of the aliens. Yeah. Um. Also like known somehow, as the. He, he has a dumber the Matrix. plan than Eggman. <laughs> yeah, Black Doom. Black Doom watched the Matrix and was like, I can make humans into batteries. That'll be great. His plan is the humans are corrupt. Yep. They are greedy. Uh We will save them Mm -hmm. by using them as an energy source. Yes. So they can't do evil. And to do that, by the way. Yes. We're going to use the arc to destroy the planet where they live. Mm-hmm. So you won't have energy sources because you've killed them all. Um. Well, hey, 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 Black Doom, Black Doom. Um, 
did you think this one through? Uh, yes, I spent 50 years thinking about this plan. Really? Because I feel like you thought about 90% of it, but didn't actually consider the, the consequences. Yeah, I mean, let's go over this final ending then, huh? Sure. Okay, so after you beat all 10 non-canon endings, you unlock the last story, which it doesn't say where it takes place. It takes place after one of the endings, but not really any specific one. Um, I personally think it comes after the uh, pure hero dark ending, where he where Shadow just turns and just to be a dick to Sonic right at the end. Because that's the only one where... Eggman lives, Black Doom lives, and Shadow is aboard the Black Comet already, which is Black Doom's vessel. So canonically, Shadow's a dick. To Sonic, yeah. <laughs> which actually backs up that photo in the president's office where Sonic is looking at the camera. Shadow's turned away like an asshole. Yeah, the president has a picture of Sonic and Shadow on his desk. It's pretty great. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. So yeah, Shadow has all seven Chaos Emeralds. Uh, Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Amy, and Eggman are all on the Black Comet for some reason. And Black Doom shows up on the Comet and he's reveals that when Jailed Robotnik created Shadow on board the Ark 50 years ago, which was explained in SA2, he needed an energy source for him, I guess. Which I guess was what the bio lizard had on his back that you like punch a bunch during the final during the boss fight. Sure, I can buy that retcon. Yeah, sure. Um, I think they said it was some sort of limiter in as whatever. Shadow needs an energy source, and so apparently, uh, Black Doom shows up, and Gerald makes a deal with Black Doom to use his DNA to make Shadow, and. In exchange for that, Gerald agrees to give Black Doom all of the Chaos Emeralds and use of the Eclipse Cannon in 50 years when Black Doom comes back. Which seems like a big ask. <laughs> Yet again, another Eggman not really thinking about how his plan is also going to f*** him over. <laughs> I mean, maybe Black, maybe Gerald was just like, ah, I'll probably be dead by then. That's Earth's problem. <laughs> and we'll get into that in a, just a second. But, you know, since Gerald used Black Doom's DNA, Black Doom's like, oh, Shadow, you're my son. And it's like a whole thing, whatever. Um, Black Doom steals the Chaos Emeralds from Shadow somehow, uses them to Chaos Control the entire Black Comet onto the surface of the planet, and uses it to start harvesting humans, I guess? Even though I think they said all the humans evacuated the city that Black Doom teleports onto, so there's no humans there. Also, much like SA2, I don't know shit about space and physics, but I do know if you teleport an entire comet into the Earth's atmosphere, that's no good. Yeah. Like, well, you'd think all the immediate surrounding quote-unquote energy sources are no longer alive to provide you energy. <laughs> Yeah, the atmosphere gets screwed up. Also, you launch giant black tentacles to crush them to death, and you have a bunch of aliens with guns that are shooting people. Eh, it's, it's fine. All according to plan. Um, he also released a gas that paralyzes the other characters, and 
My other favorite cutscene. <laughs> where they're all frozen, but they still talk and whatnot. Where they're all frozen, he releases those little tidy, like, gross alien things that look like Jello. Yeah, the little barnacle guys. That are supposedly eating them. Shadow turns around, looks at them, shrugs, and then runs away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll be fine. They'll get over it. So dumb. Um, it's also said that he released this paralyzation gas into the city, so there you go. He just paralyzed them, and then he's going to harvest them. Sure. But also shoot them, so who could say? Um, Shadow catches up with Black Doom on board. They're still on board the Black Comet, which is now on Earth. And he catches up to Black Doom. Right then, Team Chaotix is hacking into the ARC computer, which would mean... Oh, God. Um, which would mean that Cosmic Fall happens? Because... Oh, man. Okay, no, I'm going to stop thinking about this. Because one of the missions in Cosmic Fall is you help Vector find the computer room of the Ark, and... but then Shadow's on the Ark, and that mission doesn't lead into the final story, so... Whatever. Team Chaotix, they find a video of Gerald, and Gerald... They find the video on the ARC computer, by the way. Gerald says that he created Shadow and the Eclipse Comet in order to stop Black Doom when he came back in 50 years. He was going to use Shadow to stop Black Doom, and he was going to use the Eclipse Cannon to shoot the Black Comet apart. That has some real (laughs) wrote-the-entire-essay-the-night-before-it-was-due vibes to it. (laughs) Yeah. So, a number of things that don't work for this plan one this video is on board the arc computer the same place that the video in sa2 was and the same place that the gun organization should have checked already but didn't especially since they have tron computers to just jump in and look at whatever um apparently this explains that gerald built the eclipse cannon a thing that can destroy half the moon, but with all seven Chaos Emeralds could destroy entire planets. He built this to destroy the Black Comet. Why didn't he tell Gunn about that? Because Gunn thinks that it's used to destroy the planet, which it is, but also... Right? Because Gunn took down Gerald and Maria and the rest of the researchers because they were doing these dangerous experiments and making weapons and stuff mm-hmm. but he didn't tell gun the people who were funding the operation that i'm actually using it to stop an alien invasion again we've established the robotnik family idiots <laughs> eggman and his 300 iq idiots. means nothing <laughs> if if maria had grown up idiot like none of these people are smart <laughs> There's something in their genes. They're not they're not cut out to be scientists, yet somehow pe- people keep giving them funding to do this work. I mean, they can develop a good robot, but they can't make plans <laughs> ever. Yeah, so apparently Gerald is like, oh, we're going to use the Black Comet to... Sh- or use the Eclipse Cannon to shoot the Black Comet. It'll be fine. Shadow transforms into Super Shadow, and Black Doom transforms into Devil Doom. Uh, They fight in a final boss fight. 
uh, I will mention during this boss fight, if you spend nine minutes during the boss fight, you get a dialogue from Dr. Eggman who says that Shadow is actually the original from SA2 and not a robotic copy. Oh, and let me tell you, I heard that dialogue several times. <laughs> you actually got to nine minutes in the fight? Yeah, Damn. that fight. <laughs> okay. I I beat it in six minutes, so I didn't ever hear I it. I hate but... you. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. I mean, I'm going to bet you that here, actually. I hate that fight so much. It's so you're. It's a supersonic fight, so you're flying, and it's got the theme song, which is cool, or whatever. They've done that a million times before at this point, so you get it. You're losing rings as you go, as tradition. The fight... You can shoot laser beams, or you could hold down the button to get a more powerful one. The problem is this game's auto-aim system sucked. Damn. There's a bunch of space junk everywhere, and the auto-aim system, audio, auto system loves to target that Damn. instead of the actual thing you're trying to hit, which is the eye. And if you hit that eye, go it flies to the other side of Devil Dube, so it's like a big creature you have to fly around. Uh, and that... Does, it doesn't matter how much damage you do. If you hit it, it'll go to the other side. You have to hold down to get the ultra-powerful attack. You have to hold it down all the way. There's no intermediate damage state. It's either you do so little damage it's not even worth it, or you do still a little damage, but it's more worth it. <laughs> and I would find myself charging that thing up, instantly getting hit, accidentally releasing the button it would either hit the space junk or hit the eye thing and i had to fly around do it all over again you say this fight isn't that hard and maybe you're right maybe it's just me i redid this thing like six times in a row and then gave up <laughs> i was so mad at it i mean that's fair i did it like three times until i finally got a rhythm down where if you just mash the shoot button then you can destroy a bunch of the junk and then i honestly because i destroying the junk isn't completely useless it's not just obstacles i mean it is but there are also balloons which give you rings which is necessary otherwise you lose and destroying the sort of alien orb junk will feel fill your hero meter and destroying the rubble the like city wreckage junk will fill your dark meter the hero meter is useless in this fight yeah, because Chaos Control during boss fights just freezes time. Which I guess you could use to ensure a better hit on Black Doom, but it's But it's not... a single hit you get, and, and your ring it. counter goes down at the same rate. Yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't help you at down. all. It's useless. Yeah. So what you want to do is get the, get the Dark Meter, because that gives you Chaos Blast. And... Then you don't have to aim. You just get close enough and then you explode and deal damage that way. Yeah, whatever. I think this is a terrible fight. <laughs> That's not great. It's I just, will concede it's maybe doable. I should have tried harder. I don't know. <laughs> well, but also none dying. of that is really explained. I failed like three times and then looked it up and then that's how I knew that the rubble fills your meters differently. Um, yeah, it's not great, but it's doable. Also, while we're here, the last level right before this is dumb. It requires you to fill your hero gauge to progress at many points throughout it. And the way it does it is so ham-fisted. The, the hero meter is the one where it'll allow you to skip parts of the level. There are just parts of this level you cannot progress in unless you have that full. And they just constantly spawn enemies till you do it. It feels like somebody along the way went, Hey, we have to have this useful at some point. 
and they never thought of a more clever use for it. Yeah, it's also baffling because during that part where it's like, I need to use Chaos Control to progress, they know that there's going to be a fixed length of Chaos Control, but if you use it there, you end up skipping parts of the level that feel like there is stuff there. Doesn't that seem weird? I skipped over a checkpoint. Yeah. And, didn't and I'm pretty it. sure the reason for that is because it's the same it's the same as the Black Comet stage or the Final Haunt stage. It's just the same level. You just they just remove some of the progression items that you have to use chaos control. Yeah, it doesn't have the puzzle mechanic, but yeah, I I believe you. <laughs> it's stupid. Anyway, Shadow Shadow defeats Devil Doom. Um and then he uses his own super chaos control to teleport the Black Comet back into space, right in front of the Eclipse Cannon, and then he uses the Eclipse Cannon to shoot the um, Black Comet apart, which destroys all the aliens, we're all good, yay for, yay for, yay team. Uh, Sonic and friends celebrate, and the president, this, this is another part that gets me, the president declares that they were wrong about Gerald being evil and that they shouldn't have killed him. And what? <laughs> yeah, like, yo, Puff, what are you talking about? Ah, oh, Gerald was wrong. He was actually pretty good and he saved us from these aliens. Did you forget about the part in SA2 where he programmed the Ark to crash into this entire planet killing everyone? He's not a good dude. Like, he, it's not good. It's, also, the, it's like when people were like, oh man, Trump's turning around. He's giving us a stimulus check. No, no. <laughs> you forgot about the rest of the... You forgot where he programmed the Ark to crash into the planet, didn't you? <laughs> oh, man. Um, Shadow then leaves the Ark and says, goodbye, Shadow, forever. It's like, whatever, we'll see you next game, Shadow. <laughs> is shadow the hedgehog what an experience uh, experience is the right word because that does not indicate neither good nor bad a couple of sort of cleanup things sort of stuff we didn't really talk about we played the multiplayer for 15 minutes and experienced all it had to offer it is somehow even more throwaway than sa2's multiplayer sa2 had stuff it's more throwaway than sonic heroes multiplayer yeah it's um i mean it's not like if you want to kill fifteen minutes, it's it's not terrible, I guess, but it's there's no depth. Like it is literally oh, just no, a battle mode where you each pick a shadow or shadow android, and at you find guns, shadow. you shoot somebody once with the gun, then you abandon that mechanic and just use your homing attack over and over again. Yep, there's three stages total. Um, there's two metal shadows that have grenade launchers don't pick them the grenade launchers don't work in this game so if you pick them you lose yep there's two um, machine guns and then there's two normal shadows who can just pick up weapons throughout the stage yeah the machine gun shadows have infinite ammo though so that's pretty so good they're the best choice <laughs> yeah i mean it boils down to hit the shadow 
try and steal their rings and then just homing attack until you kill them. No alternate game modes. What you see is what you get. Three stages. That's it. The music's pretty great. You know, I feel like that's a standard compliment throughout these Sonic games. Yeah, the game may be trash, but the yeah the soundtrack's pretty good. I actually liked it more than Heroes' soundtrack. Like, I think that, like, overall, it's good. Even though some of the songs are completely out of place. Um, we talked oh, about man. one uh, at the end of the, the Dark the dark Missions at the very final level. It's this, like, you're infiltrating the, the gun military base, and it just has the chillest music. <laughs> it's nonsense. Uh, it does not fit at all. It's a good track, but, like, it feels like they just ran out of time and didn't compose enough tracks, and they're like, oh, okay, we'll just use that one here. <laughs> Yeah, I honestly can't remember any of the music in this game. I mean, I listen to the soundtrack like I have done for the last couple where I'm writing the notes and I'll listen to the soundtrack while I'm typing. But honestly, like, I could maybe pick out Mad Matrix and Westopolis and then Lost Impact, and that's about it for the soundtrack that I can remember. Um Base Gadget, I think, might have some music that's similar to SA2. Uh, Lost Impact has this really nice, like, sort of emotional piano piece, which doesn't seem to match a stage in Sonic the Hedgehog, but since it's a flashback level and you're hanging out with Maria, it's kind of, like, somber in a way that I find pretty good. Well, and I guess when I say the music, I like it better. I I think the quality of the, like, full songs with lyrics in them... (laughs) Is oh, what I'm yeah, really no, talking about. Like, those feel like, even more so than, especially Heroes, those feel like, generally, like, if you, if those had different lyrics, they feel like music that would have been on the radio at the time. <laughs> like, it, they're pretty good. Oh, for sure. I mean, they're goofy as hell, like, all the music, but, you know, I, I genuinely enjoyed most of those. The main theme, I Am All of Me by... Crush 40 is fantastic. Uh, All Hail Shadow is cheesy, but pretty good. Yeah, I think there's like three or four, four or five total in the game, and they're all pretty great. All right, well... Hopefully you enjoyed our review of Shadow the Hedgehog. Hopefully you didn't play it. <laughs> Could it be real? Yeah, it's not. It's one that, like, if you're really curious, maybe play the neutral pathway, but don't try and finish this game. I finished this game, and it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe go emulate it and go find a completed save and then, yeah, run through some neutral paths whatever. <laughs> yeah, we mentioned that the missions are dumb and you have to explore a lot. We didn't mention how long, even if you know where everything is, how long it takes. Each stage can be about like 15 to 30 minutes long, which is dumb. If you're doing the mission stuff, if you're just running from start to finish, I find that they're, they're the length yeah, they're is fine. fine. But yeah, they're if like you have three to, explore, to five minutes and that's okay. It's, it makes them a nightmare. Um, we didn't mention Lost Impact, but I'm sure if you've watched a review of this game you know about lost impact we agree it sucked damn it's yeah, bad i played level. it twice so next week it's not gonna get better is it <laughs> your next episode no you probably know what game's up next it's sonic 06 yep sonic the hedgehog 
Sonic the Hedgehog. We were playing Sonic Classic, the Hedgehog for the next episode. Let's go. <laughs> I yeah, we'll see you then, I guess. Um, what do you got for recommended viewing here? Um, the only thing I put in here was the it's it's footage of Sonic Extreme. I, I'm pretty sure there's even more that exists than this video I have here, so you can dig around and find it. It's it's interesting to look at. So, I recommend that. Yeah, I have a couple things that I mentioned earlier. The video on the censorship for this game to get that E10 rating. There's the character poll that happened in 2005. One that was I found really interesting was there was a wrestling match. There was two wrestling matches in 2005 that had the Shadow the Hedgehog logo across the wrestling mat. And a Shadow the Hedgehog mascot that would come in and do announcements <laughs> this happened in two matches in japan and it makes no sense uh, i linked a fantastic video talking about it and it's just baffling that i think they did they asked uh takashi azuka why they even did that and he said that the only reason they did was because the wrestling organization's logo was also red and black <laughs> that is and that's like the awesome <laughs> That's the only connection they had, and they're like, yeah, put Shadow there, it'll be great. Shadow showed up, and, like, everyone was just laughing their asses off the whole time. It's not the result I think they were going for, but... Amazing. Yeah, that video's there if you want to check that out. If you want to follow us, if you want to follow us at the, or the show, you can find it at Save Station Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, where can the people find you, Connor? Yeah, I'm at ConiferSSR. Um, you know, post whatever nonsense, some behind the scenes for this podcast of playing games, but, uh, where can they find you, Dustin? They can find me at Dustin H. Dragon on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I hope you all had fun, and remember, be good to one another. Yeah, and take care. Bye. Suffer long and it will set you free. Trial do we find the strength we need? It's never over, just another day of hope and tragedies and everything that comes our way. Determination of the strong found the meaning that you search for so long. Where's that damn fourth Chaos Emerald?